The following program is rated TV-M-A-N-O-C. It contains a big pair of nuts directly on your chin. It is intended only for mature audiences. Viewer discretion advised. Go to the gym. Go to the gym. Go to the gym. Go to the gym. Go to the fucking gym. <laughs> Obesity is epidemic in the United States and a major cause of death. What is activism? I, a fat person, am sharing my own lived experience. Pizza is a vegetable. Your fat phobia is your problem. It is not my place as a smaller bodied white man to comment on it. Radical body positivity. What can men do against such reckless hate? There's only one man who can help me. This is for you new people. I only have one rule. Everyone fights, no one quits. This day we fight! Wall Normouth. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, the bacon is sizzling. Welcome to the Daily Swole. Testing, 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 test, 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 testing, testing, testicles, testing, testicles, testicles. Welcome, everyone, to episode 25 hundo and 66 of the Daily Mother Swole, the most muscular swole cast, beer cast, broadcast, game cast, man cast, pimp cast, sleaze cast, and slay cast in the realm. Because when I flex, you flex, we all flex our biceps. What's going on? Beaches, booshes, busters, hustlers, and your hoes. It's your boy, Papa Swolio, back with another episode. Today's episode, the Beast Cast, is brought to you, is powered, is sponsored by Everson K2, flexing on all you be. Fucking Catalina Wine. It's the fucking Catalina Wine Mixer. It's the fucking All right, we got the Tainty Man, we got the church. Happy Tainty Tuesday, everyone. Uh, this is the Tainty Man, if you didn't know. Let's get a little round of applause for the Tainty Man. He was just doing some Tainty Boy yoga. He just finished up. Uh, so thank you, everyone, for being here. It's Tuesday, May the 16th. And yeah, Papa is Rocket Man. If you're just listening to the podcast, I know you hear the audio, but you're missing out on all the amazing intros that we do on every show. So anyway, make sure you check and watch the videos. Hit the like button right now, fam. And of course, you can watch also on Spotify, but make sure you leave us a five-star review, whether you listen on Spotify, Apple Podcast, anywhere you bang your ear holes. Most people watch the live streams on the Daily Swole channel, on Rumble, and on YouTube. So make sure you go and check out, subscribe, and turn on those notifications. Uh, let's get into today's episode. We have a bunch of things to go over. So we're going to talk about that first, then we're going to get into the Swole Fan Post and just the tip and sending out a bunch of awesome emails. A lot of you are on the list, so it's been fire. But uh, a couple of things. Yesterday, we had our Swole Fam accountability meeting, which is up now available for members inside Swole TV. It was awesome. And we also announced that this Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, May the 18th, we have our 43rd, our 43rd roundtable. My goodness. Roundtable 43 this Thursday, May 18th at 6 p.m. Eastern time for members only. Make sure that you are ready for that. And that will be live at 6 p.m. And if you're a member, you log into your account right there on your homepage. You'll see the button to join the live stream. Be there. Be there. 
this Thursday, 6 p.m. Eastern time. Also, we had some new drops over there at papasolio.com. We are relentless with the merch drops. We had some new GTTFG gear. We have some different colors. These are absolutely lit. We have this, what is it, like a purple, pink. It's pretty fire. We have this steel stone kind of go the fucking gym print, which I really like that design. I like, I like marble and stone and steampunk type colors and shit like that so very industrial love it as well as we have some great new tints for summer the normal gttfg is like a red uh, a red gradient this one's a peach orange kind of uh, summer vibe and going on the purple and on the yellow or the whatever we call i guess peach colored tanks and t-shirts and the the light blue it goes really well so it's perfect for summer go and check out the new merch we got some new go the fucking gym designs and really the idea is just give all of you as many different color options as possible, just different colors, different things. And you can literally customize and get exactly the colors that you like. So go and check it out. Also for members yesterday, again, over at swarmsx.com, we have a brand new yoga class. We release a new one every week. We have express recovery flow with Genevieve number six. So the good news, and this is the benefit of having like 300 yoga classes. If you like express recovery flow number six, well, guess what? Go and try the other five. We have so many yoga classes. So even if you've done every single yoga class, which I don't think anyone has, unless you're doing a different one every single day, uh, try this one. And again, whenever you see, oh, number six or number five, whatever it is, you know, if you enjoy that class, you don't have to do number one before you do number six but it gives you some insight. Oh shit. If I like number six, I'm definitely going to like number one and number two and number three, because you have a series. So express recovery flow is a certain type of flow. And of course, express means that it's about 30 minutes or so, give or take. So if you don't have a lot of time, you can usually find some time to do an express recovery flow. If you can't do a full 60 minute class. So go and check out that brand new class. It's awesome. Thank you, Genevieve for a great class. That being said, Hit the thumbs up button. Check all the links in the show notes below for all the details. We'll talk more about some of the other things we got going on uh, when we get into the tip and the knowledge cock. But before we do, let's get the nut busted open. Drop in the comments. What are you smashing today? Let's summon the Falcon and get today's party started. Falk. Put some respect on it. Yes, beaches. Yes, beaches. Don't be a beesh, don't be a boosh, or you'll end up like a Tainty Magooch. All right, very nice. Tainty Magooch, 
and that's a blue. And of course, because of the green screen, I guess the blue is kind of greenish. So we got some nice little animation going on there. You see the flag going through it. Hashtag Tainty Magooch. You all know we haven't done a Tainty Magooch card in a while, but today is Tainty Tuesday. Don't be a beast. Don't be a boosh or you'll end up like Tainty Magooch. And most of you know this already, but it's always nice to remind you that you shouldn't be a beast and you shouldn't be a boosh. So I really want to get to know you all a little better. I want to know what's going on in your lives. Have you dealt with any Tainty Magooches lately? Anyone in your life, coworker, anyone want to vent, share a story about a Tainty Magooch in their life? Um, hopefully you are kicking that shit to the curb. It's pillar number one. We always do that on FEF. But Tainty Tuesday is a reminder. Get rid of all the Tainty shit in your life. Get rid of all the Tainty. Except the Tainty Man. Except the Tainty Man. He can stay. Tainty Man 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 can stay. The Tainty Man plays. He plays. He plays. All right. Let's get into uh, the tip today. It's going to be fucking awesome. Let's spit on it. We got some great Swole Fan posts. Babe, just an inch, just an inch. It's cold outside. I saw someone say yesterday it was birds and Smurfs. So uh, the big Papa Smurf. So fam, by the way, uh, I think I was mentioning in the accountability meeting, I was getting a couple pieces of equipment and it was going to be delivered tomorrow, but the guy was coming to Miami area anyway. So we actually delivered it yesterday. So got a Smith machine, got that, uh, a T, a chest supported T bar row. Got this awesome incline press. I can't wait to show you guys. It's epic. I put 25 plates, pound plates on. It's heavier than, it's harder than dumbbells. It's the hardest machine I've ever tried. It's ridiculous. The strength arc. It's fucking awesome. But the, the pullover machine that looks like Papa Smurf. It's awesome. Oh, I'm so excited. I love it. I wanted a pullover machine for so long and uh, it's fire. So I'll have to take some videos. I'll do some recording and stuff. It was hard to contain myself yesterday because the day before I had done upper body. So I didn't really want to go too hard. I didn't want to go. I had to hold myself back from going ham bone Jones, but today is a lower body day. So I'll use the Smith machine. I got to go after the show. I got to go and grease it all up and you know, I got to lube up. I got to lube it all up. You know what I'm saying? I got to lube all this stuff. Got to lube it up. Time to lube it up. Get all greased and juicy. All right. So we have some, ooh, we have some nips. We got some Chris nips today. Always a fan of some nips. And we got some picture from Sebastian Shannon. All right. We got some awesome posts. Here we go. So it'll be cool to show some pictures. All right. Uh, don't be a beast. Don't be a boosh. You'll end up like Tainty Magooch. We get it. Here we go. First wall fan post. Let's fucking go. What's in the box? Drop your Tainty Magooch stories in the comments too. All right, first post here from Chris. Got my dick draft card while I was in Georgia. As you can see, I added it to the collection. Nice addition. Please excuse the mess in the background, LOL. Wife still not very mobile and I'm not here much. So spring cleaning is in dire need. Doing a nice little morning chest and bicep pump. I miss my weights in home gym almost as much as I miss my family. Not really, but it's up there. My baby boy woke up and wanted to be on the press with daddy. Was trying to be quiet, but yeah, I didn't succeed. Thought I'd share a nice collage that mixes the swole wins as well as the swole gains since being a, a swole fan member for 19 months. I'm trying to find that next level fam. It's been a struggle. I'm thinking two a days and more observation and changing and changing my overall day-to-day -day routines. Anyway, here's to more life changes and always moving forward. 
Hey, Leo, since you are always holding a glass, help me with the cheers, you drunken boosh. LOL. Love you, fam. Go to the fucking gym. Aha. He is a drunk. He is a fucking drunk. He is a lazy boosh. All right, let's check out these pictures. Fucking fire. Um, a lot of people are like, I've never won one swole card. Well, I mean, Chris was fucking showing up all the time and putting out some great content. So it is what it is. It is what it is. He's won a bunch of well-deserved swole cards. And uh, don't worry. Don't worry. If you've never won one, it's coming. It's coming eventually. You're going to win. Everyone wins their first one eventually. Uh, we got the Dick Draft card. Ooh, optimize and excel. Most people don't. Swole fam, FYR. So tainty it hurts. Ooh, he has a super taint card. You got a nice collection. You got a nice little collection here. We got the baby boy. Very nice. I don't know what that is. Oh, that's your fat gut. Your ex. That's an old <laughs> zoomed in picture. I was like, what is that? It's like purple. It looks like a polar bear. Good for you, dude. Look at this. Look at these pictures. Fantastic, bro. Fantastic. Good man. Good man. Yeah, don't worry about the signature. The signature series is coming. Don't worry. Don't worry. It's not lost in the mail. You guys are getting those too. Uh, we have we have we have a lot of swole cards that we have to send out. It's been busy, so we'll get the new we'll get all the swole cards out. Don't worry. If you're waiting on a swole card, it's coming. Especially in the recent times, uh, we have we have a bunch. Don't worry, it's coming. It's coming. It's a double bump of excitement, and then we do have the next signature series coming up in 44 days. Crazy. So good for you, Chris. Thanks for sharing and keep it up, bro. Keep it up, bro. I think you miss your your weights and your gym more than your kids and your family. Come on, you know it's true. Lacey says, I really like the Swollen 7s. I only lift three days a week, but the mobility in Swollen 7 are an everyday thing now. I want to get back to going to the sauna. I'm a complete sissy with the cold plunge. I bought a portable tub, uh, a bag with PVC, and have used it only once. Matt Damon. Come on, Lacey. How many of you do? Uh, Lacey says, oh, shit. Yeah. 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 Caught you. Caught you, beesh. So Lacey's watching live. Lacey, anyone else do cold plunge every day or consistently? I will say uh, it's not easy doing it in Florida when it's cold outside. It's easier when it's hot as fuck. So here's what I've been doing because a lot of you know that I train outside for a good portion of my training. Um, I like training inside. I mean, I have I have a rack, a half rack that I can, I can do some training inside. I just prefer to be outside in the sun if I can. So what I've been doing, and I found the hack for this summer is I plunge in the morning and then I go outside. I take Rufus out back and I do some mobility. So I get some morning sun and I like to move first thing of the day, early morning. I like to move. I like to twist. I like to bend. I like to do my mobility routine, a little swolga. And then I make coffee. We'll do the show depending. There's a little bit of a gap. Depends on what's going on for that day. And then I like to work out. So I'm in the summer, May. It's hot as fuck down here. Hot as fuck. And I usually train around like one o'clock, you know, 12, one o'clock. So it's as hot as could possibly be literally. I mean, by all intents and purposes, like the worst time to train. So what I do is I jump in after the show before I'm training, I jump in the cold plunge and then I start warming up. So I'll jump in the cold plunge for like a minute or two. I don't push it. I, I usually do three minutes in the morning. I'll do, one or two minutes and then I get out and I start doing some reverse sled and I start warming up for that workout. And it's great. It cools me off enough that it can take me through the whole workout and I'm able to train outside in the heat uh, without overheating because if I'm starting from a zero standpoint. It's going to get hot really quick, but getting in the cold plunge first is invigorating and allows me to 
get my workout in and still train outside for the things I need to do. I'm usually going in the shade and going inside and kind of intermittent because it's so hot. Milk was a bad choice, but uh, it's a good option. So if you ever tried it, put this, doing cold before your weight training, try it. Especially if you train outside, kind of a big deal. Or you do stuff in like hot temperatures, it's really invigorating. It's nice. Okay, uh, we got one from Sebastian. Seb says, first day of the 90 Day Dash cold shower and getting ready to work. That's what I'm talking about. Speaking of gains, cold shower, getting ready to work. Yow. Yow. Dude, you're going to love it. Look at these look at these gains. Look at these gains. Look at the look at the veins gains. Dude, you're also you're already lean and mean. You're going to fucking love the 90 Day Dash. You're going to be able to push yourself to the limit. Good for you. Good for you. Shannon says, uh, the pandemic here in Canada really messed with my mojo with the gyms being closed for far too long and only the LCBOs open. What's that? What's an LCBO? The inability to buy equipment. Need I say more? I have been working out at home but not seeing results. Time to get back on track. I miss and love weightlifting. I came across the quote, go to the fucking gym reel and was immediately hooked. Did I mention the 15 pound COVID weight gain? Uh-oh, well, welcome to the fam. Let's clarify it. The pandemic, let's call it lockdowns. Let's call it what it was. Lockdowns. The pandemic wasn't the big problem. It was the lockdowns. That's the worst part. Lockdowns were worse than, than, than the vid. The reaction was far worse than the actual issue to begin with. But the 15 pounds is much better than getting very ill or... Or worse, take care of your mental health. You're here in the Swole Fam. We are here for you, Shannon. And um, welcome to the fam. I know you're from Canada, but uh, let's get you a little America. Let's make you feel better. Everyone feels better with a little America. America. Loretta says LCBO liquor board on liquor board on Ontario. I, I don't think you guys know how to spell liquor board on Ontario. LC liquor. So are we pretending like there's, there's a, mm. all right. I'm not a fan. Liquor. Okay. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. I'm not, I'm not a fan of the acronym. It doesn't feel, I, I don't, I'm not a fan of the LCBO. So is LCBO like Publix stop and shop like Walmart? Is that like the name of a store? Liquor control board, liquor control board, Ontario. Thank you, Loretta. Okay. There we go. There we go. Now. Okay. I didn't like the, that acronym didn't work. I would say it's, it's probably par for the course in terms of Canada. It's like, all right, we're censoring acronyms now. The word liquor has lick in it. That's offensive. That's offensive. Not everyone likes to lick. I don't know. What are you Canadians doing up there, eh? Okay. You're so nice. Government owned liquor stores. That's. Government-owned liquor stores. How many things are wrong with that? Yeah. Is this any different than prohibition? The government is literally the fucking mafia. It's a state-run mob. It's a mafia that a mob that runs the state. So why wouldn't you have a government-owned liquor store? This. Okay. Anyway, uh, let's move on to some knowledge cock. Let's just, let's just move on. Let's just move on. You can stay here. You can stay. Yeah. That liquor control. There's a goose step, goose step into the liquor store. 
Okay, let's uh, let's move on to some knowledge cock. Make email swollegan.com. Get the knowledge cock in your inbox. Sending out emails every day, pretty much. Yesterday we dropped one. Today is another one coming. Go to make email swollegan.com and sign up for the greatest email list in the game. And uh, we'll get into some we'll get into some calls first. But make sure you go there if you want some additional knowledge cock. Also, if you have a live question, hashtag ask Papa Swolio. In the comments below, we'll take the first call, though, from Andrew. Andrew, just on the line, man. Hey, Papa Swolio. First I off, we- I wanted to thank you for answering my question Sunday about sleep. That is going to be a number one priority uh, just for overall wellness and health, and especially with the gym. I have a new question for you, and I'm wondering mm-hmm. about your take with the whole night routine, skin routines with all these creams and uh, different gels and different stuff. What is your uh, take on this? Uh, I have some very light acne. I've had it since obviously I was a teenager. I've been trying to get rid of it, you know, eating clean, eating better. But are any of these products worth the using or should I just stay away from all this chemical crap? Or are there actual companies that you would recommend that are okay to use that don't have all these extra chemicals that are probably most definitely dangerous and hurting our bodies? Thank you so much. Dude, great question. Thanks for calling in again. Well, first off, in terms of I used to have I used to have bad acne. I actually went on Accutane in college, which was like the greatest thing I ever did in my life. Just at the at the moment, it completely Accutane for me, I know it's it, it's looking back on it, it's like, ugh, you know, that's some sketchy stuff, but very powerful. Some people have issues with it. I took Accutane. It wasn't that long, and literally my skin it was like a it was like an Etch-A-Sketch. Boom, just wiped it out. Gone. Just gone. So I forget the actual mechanism of it. I think it shrinks the sebaceous glands or whatever. It could be taxing on your liver, kidneys, whatever it was. It's in the past. I did this is like fucking 20 plus years ago. So anyway, it worked really well for me at the moment. But at the same time, um, I always tended to get acne. I also wasn't eating well. I mean, I was training really hard. Testosterone was through the roof, but I wasn't getting quality sleep. It was during college and high school. So my sleep wasn't great. My nutrition wasn't great. Being the hormones as they were. I um, I always noticed that I would get pimples and stuff when I wasn't getting quality sleep. If I got a, a bad night of sleep or two, don't forget what you see on your skin is not like what happened immediately. Your skin, you know, ages, you know, essentially lack of better term to the surface. So if you have acne or you have issues, it's usually from days and days before it's just like compounded over time. So topical things aren't as good as the lifestyle habits. Sleep is essential. Uh, the nutrition is essential, very common for food to lead to acne because it causes stress in the body, um, excessive oil production. It can, depending on what it is, it can lead to poor sleep. If you don't have proper nutrition, a lot of people have eczema and psoriasis and other skin conditions from, uh, from what you are consuming. Also, a lot of times people are using abrasive washes and cleansers that can irritate the skin and dry it out. Mama Solio is always talking about this in the beauty chat. I use what she uses. Just make sure if you're using any kind of uh, facial soaps or anything on your face or any kind of creams or oils. You can use a lot of essential oils. Jojoba oil is fantastic. A lot of it, uh, you want to make sure it's paraben-free, phthalate-free. You want to make sure there's as um, minimal additives as possible. There's a lot of good companies out there now. There is There are a lot of good companies out there right now. I just don't know them off the top of my head. 
so I can't give them to you. But Mama Swolio is a cosmetologist and she's a hair, skin, nails expert and she knows all these kinds of things. So I'll use like certain, a couple serums and things that have a lot of essential oils and things that she makes and she has. And, but it really comes down to your base. It really comes down to your sleep, your nutrition, no joke, sleep and nutrition. That's the most important thing. So I think everyone's going to be a little bit different, but if you're not focusing on that and that's not a hundred percent, then you're going to have issues. And like, if I'm not getting sleep, then I'm going to have some breakouts or some irritations or some acne. It doesn't matter what I'm covering and topical on my face. That's after the fact. If I have a little bump, you can dry it out. And so it's not like, you know, so it doesn't get worse or it can temper it uh, topically, but you're not solving these problems on the top. From a topical standpoint, you're solving these issues from within, from your health and managing your hormones and stress levels. That's very important. Now, it's not just quality sleep. You can still have higher stress levels even if you're getting quality sleep. So meditation is important. People don't think about it like that. It's not like, oh, I'm going to meditate my acne away. This is cumulative over time. So when you say your nutrition is really good, I'm curious as to what you're eating. That will make a big difference. But um, there are, I use beef tallow soap. There are a lot of beef tallow moisturizers and things like that. Like uh, Lacey was saying, because they were talking about this in the Small Armors Beauty Chat. If you're a member and you want to join the beauty chat, go to your Get Started series. All the groups are in there. So make sure you go to, if you're a member, go to the series that says Get Started. It's going to explain everything. So make sure you do that. We put all everything in one spot. So the beauty chat's in there too. So Mika was asking about that. So go there. Lacey says, I posted a tallow cream recipe in the beauty chat. That's super simple. Yeah. And there's a lot of good companies that make them. There's a lot of good companies that make uh, moisturizers and stuff with beef tallow as a base. So yeah, you want to avoid a lot of those topical things. You want to load a lot of times it could be the soaps. It could be the creams. It could be the water. You know, if you use a, if you have a shower water filter, that's important too. A lot of times people are irritating their skin because of the type of water they expose their body to because of all the chemicals and stuff that they put in city water and things like that. But my favorite thing, the favorite, my, the thing that I use all over my skin all over is jojoba oil, organic jojoba oil. That's J-O-J-O-B-A oil. I have it in the, in our Amazon store. It's my favorite thing. I buy the big container and I fill up like a little pump. It's great. I use it all over. I put it in my hair. I put it in my beard. You could I put it in my face because I'll go be out in the sun and then I'll shower and stuff like that. So, you know, I'll put that on. It's moisturizing. It's the best thing. It mimics your natural skin oils, the closest. It's fantastic. When you think of oil, you think of greasy and sticky. It's not that it absorbs. It's like satin. It's, it's great. It's your skin will, your skin's like a mouth. So whatever you put on your skin, you're absorbing into your body. Again, remember when people do things like TRT and testosterone, there's testosterone creams. You put the cream on, it absorbs, right? Nicotine patch. You put a patch on your fucking skin. Your skin is a mouth. So people don't think it's that important. They don't pay attention to what they put on their body. And what you put on your body can fuck up your hormones. Touching receipts is a huge problem because of the BPA and stuff in the receipt paper. Uh, also, when you're putting on deodorants absorbing into your joints, you're sweating, your pores are opening, and you have this chemical trash absorbing into your bloodstream. You have all the other, you know, let's say the birth control and all the stuff that's in the water and all the fluoride or whatever it is, depending on where you are, showering hard water, and you're getting all that on your body and it's absorbing. You're putting on moisturizers and... I don't know, fuck whatever, Axe body wash and body sprays. Like this is all getting absorbing into your body. So 
you want to eliminate systematically all those things. And I always say it's very, it seems overwhelming when you first start thinking about it. You hear me saying all these things, oh my God, that's everything. Just start getting rid of things and replacing it with better things. Just do it systematically over time. Don't overload yourself. Get a different soap. Get rid of the soap you have and just change out the soap. Get a beef tallow bar. Done. Next thing. You have plastic shower curtains that are off-gassing and degrading and you're put, taking a hot shower and that plastic is, you know, steaming in the, in the bathroom. Get, an, or get a cotton shower curtain. Yeah, it might be 70 bucks or 50 bucks or whatever. You wash it and you have it forever. It's just a fucking piece of cloth. It's a better choice long-term and you'll feel better about it. Anyway, the reason why people say, oh, my skin, you know, Papa Soli, what do you do for your skin? I appreciate it. And the reason why I talk about it confidently is because my skin wasn't always like this. My face, my, I, I didn't always have, you know, I always had bumps or irritation or inflammation my whole life until I did Accutane. And then, you know, intermittently, cause I wasn't getting great sleep. So it'd be now and again, but it was never as bad as before I had took Accutane, but I get sun. If you go out and get sun, it's great for your skin. It'll dry. Like it's great for your face. It's great for acne, getting sun. Proper nutrition, sleep, sunlight, exercise, sauna, cold plunge. I mean, but of course it doesn't go away instantly. But I always say the number one thing that I always notice if I have a couple nights or whatever where I'm stressed or we have people over and I'm not getting as good sleep as I should be, I might notice a couple days later. Because remember, it doesn't just like pop out like a pimple doesn't just come from nowhere. It starts and then you have irritation, whatever. And it might come out like a few days or a week later. But I'll notice that, oh, it's because, you know, a few, a couple days ago, I wasn't getting good sleep. You can always point to it. But when I'm getting good rest and everything, nothing. Nothing's perfect, too. You might have something once in a while. It's not like you're never going to have any issue ever again. You know, sometimes, you know, I'm on machines, I'm training, you're rubbing, you might get a hair follicle, like, oh, I'll get like a bump or something. It's like, oh my God, what did I eat? It's like, it might be a pimple or like an ingrown hair. Okay. Nothing's going to be perfect. Yeah, dude. Um, Grizzly says, Mark, I can vouch for the jojoba oil. Makes me look shiny and helps my beard and feel soft. It does, but it, it, it makes you feel like, you know, shiny, but like moisturized, but it doesn't make you feel greasy, right? It's not a greasy, oily, like when you think of oil, you think of, a lot of people think of baby oil. Like I'm not putting greasy baby oil over my body. I'm not the rock. I'm not going to put baby oil. This isn't Fast and the Furious 35. Albert, jojoba, so good. I bought it and so worth it. Good man. Thanks for sharing. Adam, Adam, name so nice. You say it twice. Is jojoba oil for face moisturizing or just the beard? Anything, hair, skin, your whole body. You could put it on your face. You could put it on your beard. You don't need a lot. You just put a little bit, rub it, and just kind of like, you don't have to like, you don't want to like rub and mash your face. You just like tap it. It absorbs. You can use it at the ends of your hair. It's great for hair, skin. I almost say like hair, skin, nails, but I mean, you're not going to put it. I mean, it's going to get on your nails. It's not like it's bad, but it's not going to morning, Jonathan. Welcome. I see a couple of people in the daily soul telegram chat. What up? What do you think of Dr. Bronner's soap Castile oil soap? I used to use that. I don't think, I don't know if there's anything wrong with the Dr. Bronner stuff. You mean the stuff that you mix that in the big jar that like lasts forever. You have bars, you get the bar soap too. I don't know what's in that anymore. I used to use it. Cause I know they have like peppermint ones. They have like lavender, like the bar soap. I used to use the bar soap. I don't anymore. I forget what's in it. 
but I prefer, I go, I think it's on Amazon. I think it's called healthy porcupine and it's just beef tallow soap, saponified beef tallow. And I just use that. It's great. It's great. It's really frustrating when you realize, oh my God, these animals like cow or buffalo and all these things. If you use every part of their body, use them for your moisturizer, use them for their food. You can boil the bones for broth. Use every part of this fucking animal. And then you have all these people like, no, you should eat crickets. It's bad for the environment because the cows fart sometimes. It's destroying the universe. That's retarded. No, no, no. Shush, 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 shush. Shut your mouth. It's retarded. He's heating up. Okay, I'll take some more questions. So good question, Andrew. Hopefully that gives you some insight. If you're a member, Andrew, make sure anyone go to your Get Started series. We don't have it on the home home page, but go to your Get Started series and you have all the Telegram chats. Most people are in the Daily Swole Telegram chat for like the overtime segments and for the live streams. But the Swole Fam Telegram chat is all the time, just general conversation. That's the main one. Uh, the beauty chat is all the time talking about beauty. Mama Swole is in there answering questions. And um, just give her some time to get to it. She'll usually be in there once or twice a day or whatever, depending on the conversation. Um, anyway. Um, Freddie, I find for my beard coconut oil when my beard is a little wet, works well, only a small amount. Yeah, I think the issue with coconut oil is that it clogs the pores. Was it non-comedogenic? Comedogenic or something? Have you tried? I would try jojoba oil too. You might like it more. I used to use uh, coconut oil. I used to use coats of coconut oil on my bot and my arm. And then my mama's oil was like, no, 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 no. She introduced me to jojoba oil and I've never gone back. It's awesome. I use it all the time. So if you like that, I think you would like jojoba oil a lot more. Just saying, try it. Jonathan, the Swole Fam is the fucking best. Wish I would have joined sooner. Preach. The Swole Fam is the greatest. I am the danger. Swole Fam rocks. Thanks for being here, John. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. We're going to call you JTT, right? I think we agreed. I don't know if you heard that episode. Was it yesterday or day before? I think it was yesterday. Yeah, you're now, I don't know if you know who that is, but you're now Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Is your middle name Taylor? Nah, fuck it. It is now. That's your name. That's your name. So he goes, that's fair. Yeah, fair. Yeah. Yeah. JTT. We'll call you JTT. Sold. I don't know why I asked. That's your name now. Don't even tell me. I, I, it doesn't matter. I don't care. I'm not going to believe you. <laughs> My name is, middle name is Peter. No, it's not. It's a fucking liar. All right. That's good coffee. Yeah. Hashtag JTT. JTT. And it's great. Just a tip. Just a tip is JTT. So we should just say just a tip instead of just a tip. We'll be like, all right. And for our Jonathan Taylor Thomas portion. All right, John, during meditation, I occasionally faces... What? I think there is a... What the fuck is that? I think there's a typo. Yeah, I occasionally fart. I occasionally... What word did you... <laughs> what word were you trying to say, John? During meditation, I occasionally faces... I'm Ron Burgundy? Okay. I am assuming it's just a mind dump. I'm not reading into it. This morning session was vivid as fuck. A face talked to me. John's like, I see a face. Face talk, John. No sound like a TV on mute. Any thoughts? Ooh, you see faces. 
I see swole people. I see fat people, actually. I don't. If I look in the mirror, I see swole people. <laughs> Mika says, John is hallucinating. Uh, cocaine's a hell of a drug. I need that soundboard from Chappelle show. <laughs> cocaine's a hell of a drug. Um, yeah, John. Um, let's see here. I'm going to have to play that. Where is it? Uh, I'm just going to play this again for John. I see fat people. While you're awake. We always have magenta hair. How often do you see them? All the fucking time. (laughs) Um, Okay, well, let's see. Ah... John, just a mind dump. Let's see. I occasionally see faces not reading into it. Interesting. No sound like a TV on mute. Any thoughts? I don't have any thoughts, man. I mean, when you, when you meditate, when you just relax, right? A lot of it is like, um, I look at meditation as going through unread emails. And a lot of people think that I can't meditate. I need to, I can't meditate. I need, uh, my mind moves too quickly. A lot of people think that when they meditate, They have to think of nothing. How do you think of nothing? You can't. You're always, your mind's always going to do something. This is why when you focus on the breath, it allows you to relax a little bit because you're focusing on one thing. Focusing on one thing is better than thinking about a billion things. But other ways to meditate, you can literally just close your eyes and breathe, focus on the breath, but you don't have to stress yourself out about it. If your mind wanders, the most important thing is like, oh, my mind is wandering. And then you come back to the breath. You like let it go like a balloon, like, Because you'll be sitting there breathing and then realize you were thinking about, I don't know, something. It doesn't matter. Like maybe a dinner that you had a couple nights. You're like, why why am I thinking about this? And then you just go, boop. And then you focus on the breath. It's fine to let your mind wander. You can close your eyes. You can do a long meditation, 20 minutes, and just think about things. You don't have to not think about things. You can go through and just think and allow your mind to just do whatever. Because you're just relaxing. You're not doing, you're allowing your mind to go through all this shit. And a lot of times you'll be like, huh, that doesn't make sense. Eh, whatever. And then you hear like, ooh, the birds are chirping or that's a nice breeze. And you just come back to the breath. The most important thing is that you're noticing, oh, my mind is wandering. Because then guess what? When you're in your day today and you practice bringing your attention gently back to your breath, when something stresses you out in traffic, you're like, oh yeah, well, that's just whatever. Hmm. It allows you to tap back into it. It allows you to let go of things and they don't, you don't internalize it the same. Okay. Just some thoughts. Uh, So I would just let it go. Let it in. It's not harming you, right, John? So interesting. No real thoughts. Maybe it's, you don't know. I mean, do you recognize the faces? Lacey, if you had to pick a secondary oil other than jojoba, what would it be? For what? For skin? I mean, I don't use anything else. Uh, I mean, sometimes beard oils have like sweet almond or it has um, argan oil. I don't put that on my skin though. You can put a bunch of things like, and there's, but that's the main one. I don't do a secondary oil. I just use that. I'd probably use beef tallow. If I didn't have any jojoba oil, I would probably literally go into the fridge and take a piece of beef tallow and like rub it together and, melt it and put on my body or something if I had to. 
Yeah, there you go, Grizzly. Coconut oil clogs the pores. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, JTT is saying, that's the way I used to think of meditation until I joined Swanormous X and Papa explained it. Yeah, thinking about trying to think about nothing. Because think of how stressful that is, trying to think about nothing. You're trying to shut your brain down. Get the fuck out of here. Your brain is not going to... Once you realize what you're... Once you realize when your brain is just going... Oh, what's that? What's that? What's that? Squirrel? And you realize, oh, that's what the brain does. It just does things. You're sitting there receiving things. So you realize the answer or the answer to all these problems and things that stress you out. Because you all know you might be doing one thing and then this unwanted thought pops in your head and it gets distracting and then you get stressed out like, oh my God, and you're thinking about the future. If you just like bring yourself back, in other words, every day, if you're practicing for five minutes, you're practicing, oh, noticing a thought, letting it go and bring coming back to the present. You're focusing on the breath. So it doesn't have to be a stressful thing. You just, oh, there's a thought. And once you realize the goal is not to restrict yourself from thinking, which is impossible, you just allow the thought to come and be like, oh, like a cloud going by, like, oh, yeah, that's a thought. Cool. Just relaxing. Then you feel the pressure of your your butt on your chair or you're relaxing your shoulders and you feel your breath and your chest move or your belly moving, feeling your, you know, and then you come back to it. And if your mind wanders again, you just get better at noticing when it wanders and just bringing it gently back. And eventually your mind tends to wander less, but it takes a lot of practice. But the goal of medit is just being there. Let's see, Aaron, I've almost completely cut out grains from my diet. What are the best foods for achieving a healthy daily carb intake? Um, I would say you want to keep carbs more minimal as necessary. Everyone's going to have a different preference, but I would prefer fruit. That's what we do. I mean, I also have raw dairy, which does have some carbs in it. It does have lactose and stuff. So I'll have kefir, I'll have yogurt. So I'm getting some carbohydrates there, mostly protein and fat though. We'll have fruit. And I don't do sweet potatoes or white rice anymore, but you can play around with maybe a little bit of white rice, put some butter on it, stuff like that. Oh, I have some dates, but fruit is dates technically a fruit, whatever. That's what I have. And some raw honey. So I get plenty of carbs from those types of things. And I haven't had sweet potatoes in fuck. I wouldn't say a year. So long. I just haven't created. I'm like, I have no need for it. Mama Solia will sit down. We'll have a steak with some raw cheese and butter. That's it. We'll just eat that and we're full. And then maybe afterwards we have some fruit or like I'll sit. So for me, my favorite fruit is watermelon. It's the best fruit. It's the best fruit because it's hydrating. It's 92% water. It's got things like magnesium and it's got, it's delicious. And I love fruit that comes in its own bowl. I just cut it in half and I eat half of a fucking watermelon. I will eat an entire watermelon. I have no self-control and I don't want any self-control. It's the best fruit. Train in the summer, it's hot as fuck. You cut a watermelon in half. The fruit, it comes in its own bowl. You can't change my mind. So you know how people say, watermelon's the best fruit, change my mind? You can't. So don't even try. <sighs> All right. Uh, Rebecca Koik. Papa Solia, who would be your biggest inspiration related to fitness? Hmm. Dead or alive? I mean, I grew up watching Pumping Iron. I used to watch that every night. So I just loved 
I, I just loved old school. That's why I love my my Platts hack squat. Tom Platts is the goat. I love the mentality, Tom Tom Platts. Um, let's see. Can't believe I'm blanking. He's one of the top ones for me. Let's see. And when you say, what you say for fitness, you know, I mean, obviously there's always, you take inspiration in different places. A lot of what I get from inspiration, I don't know, it's hard for me to pick out individual, you know, individual, uh, but that's a big one. If you've never listened to Tom Platt speak, he's done a lot of like his mentality and his intensity in training um, is legendary. Mike Menser is fantastic too. He died young, but I think it was like congenital heart. But these guys were, you know, he was way ahead of his time. Philosophy, brilliant, brilliant man. Brilliant fucking man. I mean, talk about people misinterpreting bodybuilders as meatheads. Like people like extremely knowledgeable. He is a brilliant orator. Like his if you listen to like his recordings and speeches, fucking fantastic, really brilliant, you know, high intensity training. Um, Dorian Yates is great, kind of like similar to the Mike Menser principle of like high intensity training and lower volume and, you know, recovery. But um, Tom Platts was the goat from just being ahead of his time. And, and, and like really the classics, people that are long since gone that like created these exercises. This is why I love watching Pumping Iron. I love watching old school. I like old equipment because all the new stuff is just too fancy, too many frills. Gyms are made for soccer moms, not for people that train hardcore. There's a lot of equipment that they don't make anymore. Uh, gyms that are, you know, all techie. Everyone has their tripods in the fucking gym and they're all fancy and everything's with frills and amenities. You know, give me a fucking dungeon. Give me a dungeon with a fucking rusty bar and I'm happy. Even my gym is fancier than, you know, nicer and newer stuff than, you know, when I made most of my gains was in my basement with a dirt floor, spiders all over the walls, like big fucking spiders. I would like crawl in the walls when I would, you know, a tarp I would have to move. It looked like Blair Witch Project, the basement. It was dirty as fuck. Telephone poles with like holes drilled out, homemade squat rack and rusty York barbells and dumbbells doing lat pull downs with car parts. You don't need fancy shit. You just need a high intensity and weights to lift. So this is why it always comes down to like doing the basics. The intensity is there. You don't need fancy exercise. People just don't train hard enough with what they have. Everyone's looking for like some fancy bicep curl with a cable. I'm going to lay down on my back and do a curl. Oh, fuck you. Pick up a bar and lift it and lift it harder than you did and do negatives and push yourself until you feel like your biceps are going to rip off the bone and then eat quality food and get quality sleep and do it again tomorrow and again the next day and again and, and then see if you can't make gains. You can't build martial. And I see people in the comments all the time. Well, Papa Swole, you're telling me you're not taking anything. You're not taking this. First off, I'd be the first person to say like, yeah, I'm taking TRT, this, that, and the other. Another thing, if I took TRT, let me tell you, if I took TRT, you wouldn't have to ask me if I took TRT. I, I can't even imagine what I would look like if I took anything right now. Even a low level, I'd be a fucking monster. Like, I already feel like I'm taking something because I eat really well. This is what I do. So, you know, a lot of people that are lying, that are fake natties and stuff, they'll say, well, it's hard work and discipline. 
But I will tell you, I've been lifting hard for 22, was it 2000? Like pretty much 23 years. So if fitness has been the core of what I do, most people have no concept of that kind of discipline and dedication and consistency. So yeah, I'm flattered that you think I'm taking something, but you might want to try harder. So it's a compliment if someone says they think I'm taking something. I, I don't care. But, um, you know, you want me to believe in this? I don't care what you believe. But most people have no concept of actual hard work and relentless focus for decades. Amanda, I fucking hate watermelon. Well, Amanda, I fucking hate you. Jesus Christ. Matt Damon. I don't hate you. Be nice, Papa Soil. Be nice, be nice. I don't hate you, Amanda. Well, Amanda, let me ask you a question. Put you on blast. Everyone, you can trash Amanda in the comments. Be nice, though, but don't be nice. Amanda, do you like... I bet you fucking hate more. You like carrots, don't you? Tell me, Amanda, be honest. You like carrots. I'm waiting. Trash me, I have... Man, it says, trash me, I have green hair. I mean, ugh. that's fucking bullshit. Um, Amanda says, I don't, but I like Brussels sprouts and asparagus. I think Brussels sprouts are worse than carrots. That's probably the most garbage, worthless thing to consume. Just so, just so you know, Amanda, just because you could put it in your mouth and swallow it doesn't mean you should. Okay. Okay. Don't forget to wash where the sun don't shine. Just because you can put it in your mouth and swallow it doesn't mean you should. Doesn't mean you should. At the same time, if you don't like watermelon, I guess it's kind of like, well, more for me. So, I, I mean, it doesn't affect me personally. More watermelon for me. But it actually gets me emotional. It gets me emotional because it's frustrating to have the thought in my mind that someone out there is like, oh my God, I hate that. I don't understand it. It's uncomfortable being on the same live stream. Like we're on the same bandwidth. Like that's awkward for me. It feels uncomfortable. Just. <sighs> um, let's see. Uh, John, yeah, Platz is, Platz is definitely, Platz is the goat for me. John, listening to Platz is why I can't fit into certain brand of jeans, LOL. His mindset is rare, and that's a concern. <laughs> He's next level, next level intensity, next level intensity. This is why I named my hack squat Platz. I, I, I just, you know. The way he trained, everyone's like, oh my God, but your knees, but you're this. He's, he has the, he has the, the greatest legs in bodybuilding history for a reason. And his mobility, you ever see him, his stretching is fucking brilliant. Amazing. Anyway. 
Uh, let's see. Adam, do you like preacher curls with dumbbells? I keep seeing this exercise in all programs, but it feels so bad on my joints. Well, it depends on how you're doing it, how you're holding the dumbbell. Um, so maybe you can use things like fat grips. Maybe you're squeezing and over squeezing it could be the, could be the incline of the preacher. You can do it on an incline bench. You could do it on a preacher machine. I have a preacher machine. I have a, a strive lever curl preacher machine. I also have a standing preacher. I have a few ways to do preacher curls. I do like preacher curls. So just understand the reason why preacher curls are effective is because it isolates the biceps because you are uh, pinning it against a, you know, a bench or a preacher, whatever. So some people like it with a straight bar. Some people like it with an easy curl. Some people like dumbbell. There's different ways to do it. There's preacher curl machines. It's really about hitting the biceps in a shortened position. So the biceps do three movements, does shoulder flexion to the front. It does elbow flexion and supination of the forearm. So doing a bicep curl in a preacher form is similar to spider curls. You're hitting the biceps in a shortened position. So really what I do is once in a while, I'll do barbell curls. I love barbell curls. I always feel them the most super heavy, but I don't do them all the time because when you do single joint exercises, you don't want to overload them because you could really get tendonitis. You can overdo it. You want to give you the, you want to give your body the stimulus, but you don't need to do a ton of volume. I realized that's probably where I was like, you know, I built big arms, but now I don't do as much volume. I train hard, but I don't do like tons and tons of sets because single joint, you know, you realize you don't need that kind of wear and overload. You don't need that kind of volume. You need the intensity. So I like the machines and stuff because I can push more to failure safely and stuff like that. But I'll do incline curls. And for the record, Tom Platts calls the, he calls everything a squat, but incline curls is the squat for biceps because you're hitting in the long, in the long position. So if you're doing on an incline bench, let your arms hang and you're doing a curl. You can also get a lot of that from doing rings, like with a TRX or rings leaning forward and doing it with your body weight. And this is why gymnasts have really big biceps because they're always doing like those planches and back, you know, they're getting their, their biceps from a full stretch and full range. You want to hit the muscles through a full range of motion. So a lot of when you're training muscles, whether it's calves, whether it's biceps, whether it's chest, back, you want to hit muscles in their, from in a position where it's the, the weakest range or the shortest range and the lengthened range. So some exercise you can get the, sh the lengthened and the shortened. This is why I like that pullover machine that I got because you can get the full stretch in the lats and it, and the reason why I like the pullovers with the pads with the elbow is that it takes my wrist and my elbow out of the equation. So I can just drive that back. You get the full stretch in the lats. Um, so a lot of what training protocols do is making sure you're getting the muscle and pro providing the proper stress to overload the muscle during different parts of its motion. Uh, it's, 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 um, strength profile and it's length. So a lot of times when you start, so for example, a bicep curl, it's going to be, you're going to be weakest at the top, right? At the top, you're, eh, you kind of get gimped at the top, but you're strongest at the bottom and mid range of the motion. So ideally you would want a machine or an exercise to be heavier at the bottom and then lighter at the top or vice versa, like depends on the movement and what your position is or lighter at the bottom. I should say heavier at the top. So like at the bottom, you know, people used to have, you know, they swing, right? You have to swing at the bottom. So I, I got that backwards. So you're usually weaker at the beginning and weaker at the end and you're stronger in the mid range. Every muscle is different. The strength profile is different. So, you know, if you're kind of fatiguing at the end of a set of bicep curls, you're going to swing your swing and then you're here. It's like, okay, you can swing it up and then do some controlled negatives. 
But what if you had an exercise where it was lighter at the bottom and then as you curled, the weight got heavier? So then the weight is matching the strength profile. And this is why lever curls are great. You guys have seen those devices I have, the lever curls. I think even Titan sells the lever curls. But there's different ways to do it. So you can go a very light weight and it's lighter at the bottom but then heavier at the top because at the top, the weight's not resting here. The weight is offset. So it's heavier at the top. So it matches your strength profile, trains it heavier when you're stronger and lighter when you're weaker. So that's where a lot of like cool pieces of equipment. Um, again, this is why things like a pendulum squat, if your gym has a pendulum squat, it's lighter at the bottom of the squat, heavier at the top. That's why people put bands on hack squat machines or bands on um, Smith machines or use chains on squats and stuff like that. So you're weaker at the bottom of the squat. And as you get stronger at the top, there's more chain off the ground. So then when you're stronger, the weight is heavier. So it's all about trying to train the muscle and squeeze every drop of juice out of it. Did that answer your preacher curl question? Okie dokie. By the way, Amanda doesn't like watermelon. All right. Let's see. Let's see here. Uh, Mika, is there a difference in effectiveness for American versus Russian kettlebell swings? I would never personally recommend American kettlebell swings. Like going like overhead CrossFit bullshit. (laughs) Russian kettlebells. If you want to learn how to do kettlebell stuff, very well. Look up uh, Pavel stuff. Go old school. Uh, let's take a call here. We got to wrap up and get in some ballsy, but Lindsay Briscoe on the line. Uh, watermelon's awesome, by the way. Hey, Pop Swolio. You've been um, speaking a lot about junk volume. I'm curious. Uh, I love the hack squat machine. I can go harder on it, heavier. I feel like I get a better workout with less reps, um, which less junk volume, I guess. I don't have a spotter with me most of the time for regular barbell squats. And, you know, the cage does have a catcher on it, but makes me nervous. So I don't feel like I push myself as hard. Hmm. Should I just keep trying to get heavier on barbell prep or barbell squats? Or is it okay if I switch to hack squat for a while, you think? Anyways, just wondering what your thoughts were on that. Um, I love your content. I listen to you every single day. I have for the last few months, and I've just learned so much. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Lindsay. I appreciate it. Good question. Uh, one thing that I'm a little confused about, are you talking about there's a catch on the barbell squat, or you mean on the hack squat? So obviously, if you're squatting alone, you want to have the supports up in case like, you collapse and you can't get up. You know, boom. Like That's why they have a squat cage or spotter arms or straps or things like that. Uh, usually, sometimes... I would guess that, I mean, obviously a lot of you know my hack squat. I don't even know who made it. This thing was made in the 70s. Like there's, there ain't frills on it. So I think some of the newer hack squats might have like an adjustable support where like you can adjust the bottom out position. I don't know if you were talking about the support on the hack or on the barbell or both. So what you're asking is, is okay to switch to hack squat? I mean, going back to the GOAT, Platts, uh, Tom Platts, Obviously says the squat is the greatest movement ever. He's the squat is the God of the gym. 
So my, the important thing is to understand, okay, you want to be able to do a squat. You want to be able to do a, as quality of a squat that you can. In other words, I don't recommend people avoiding a squat because they can't squat well, because injuries and issues are going to come out no matter what, because you're limiting, you have poor mobility because you can't do a squat. It's going to come out in a different, you can get hurt in a hex squat. Let's just be real. You can get you can get hurt walking down the sidewalk. You can get hurt doing anything. So you can absolutely hurt yourself on a hack squat. So what's important to understand is that a hack squat or something like a Smith machine or something where there is a support psychologically is where you're creating your strength. And when I say psychologically, it's neuromuscularly. So your nervous system, your central nervous system is what is recruiting the muscle fibers and the motor units in order to fire so you can produce the most strength. So strength is created with your central nervous system, not the muscle itself, essentially. Yes, of course, muscle strength, but you know, it's all a system, but that's the point. This is why heavy intense to failure training is very psychologically draining. So you need to make sure you're recovering properly. That being said, if you know mentally that you are safe, if you know, now there's a risk, there's like this psychotic risk of like, you can't drop the weight. Like you're squatting free. If you put this down, if you don't make it back to the rack, you're going to drop it and you're going to, that can also drive you, but you have to be very advanced. It's always good to have a spotter. I never want to recommend people going to failure without a, a spotter on a squat rack. But if you did, it wouldn't be true failure because you know, you're not gonna be able to go past the point of where you can do more negatives. But of course, you want to make sure you're doing it in a cage. That way, if you did drop the weight or collapse, it's not landing on you and you have a support. So it's always important to have a spotter or have supports. Do it as safely as possible. Um, but hack squats or any kind of machines are great because psychologically, you don't have that fear of it crushing you per se. You know, there's stoppers, there's automatic, you know, supports and things like that that will catch it if you can't make it all the way. That being said, the strength profile, as you push up on a hack squat, you're going to be stronger. The weight's going to be lighter because it's a linear hack squat. What you can do is put bands around the bottom of the machine to the bar. And as you push up, as you're stronger, the weight will increase in weight because it's stretching the bands. That's more of a setup. Your gym might not have bands. Setting it up properly is important. So you don't want to do something that you're not accustomed to. If the band rips or you overstretch a band, you have to have quality bands and this kind of stuff. So... Like, is it okay to switch to hack squats? I mean, hack squats are great, but also a lot of people do hack squats like regular squats. And I would encourage you to look up uh, Tom Platts and see how he does his hack squats. I do them the same position with the, the duck toes pointed out to the sides. It crushes the quads. Of course, you need strong knees and mobility and quads and a lot of mobility in the ankle. And I do sissy squats on the hack squat. So you can do different things on a hack squat than you could do with a barbell because you could put your feet in different positions. You know, you can usually adjust the foot position, the foot plate for angles if you have limited mobility. So you can adjust these things and you can go more to failure because psychologically, you know, you can produce that kind of force without the risk of dropping the weight. So you feel safer. And in order to go to a high enough intensity, you truly need to feel safe. You need to have a few or several spotters. You need to have supports. The more controlled the resistance the more you can go to failure psychologically and confidently without the risk of injury. Because if you're leaving a little bit in the tank, because if you know you drop this weight, you're going to kill yourself. Uh, you're not really going to go to failure, are you? You're going to like, okay, one more rep, like, right, you're doing a bench on your, by yourself. And you're like, you know, and then you make it through. Are you going to do another rep? No, but you actually probably had five or six more reps because you would go down, have a spotter, or they lift it up and you do a negative and they would help you. 
and you do like do it. You would have like four or five, six more reps to actually get the muscle and crush it completely, but you would never do that because you wouldn't be able to push it up. So if you didn't have a couple spotters, you wouldn't be, so it's not re, you're not really pushing to failure with that bench press. This is why when you're training by yourself, do it safely. Machines are great for chest pressing, using a cage, a support, like in case you get stuck, you can put it there and then kind of like weasel your way out, but you're not going to drop it on your chest or get stuck. And doing things like heavy flies or pec deck machine can really isolate the pecs and fatigue them. That way, when you're doing your pressing, you'll fatigue the chest more and the triceps, which are the weaker muscle group, will help you squeeze the last little bit out of the, of the chest that you might not be able to. So pre-fatiguing the muscle with an isolation for a compound movement is a great way to fully fatigue the chest because the chest is much stronger than the triceps, for example, in the shoulders. So when it comes to you feel like you can get more, it's all about the intensity of your training and the juice is in the last few reps and you always have a few more, right? The famous thing from Tom Platts is five more. You always have five more. You always have five more. And really what training is, is pushing yourself so far beyond that point of like stopping. You're, you, have to, you have to be a psychopath. And the more psychotic you can be with your training in terms of pushing past that burn and more, five more, three more, that's when you're building muscle. You're creating the stimulus that your body will respond to by building more strength and building more muscle. And if you're truly pushing to failure, you really don't need more than like one set per exercise. You warm up, every warm up set for that exercise is a preparation for that all out past failure, forced reps, drop sets, negatives, one set. And if you do one all out set, you're psychologically, it's draining. You'll be so fucking sore, but you'll lift more than you ever thought you could because you're funneling all that strength and effort into one set for one exercise. I've been getting amazing results. I felt great with it. I recover faster. I feel more, I'm, I'm improving my strength. I feel more satisfied. I'm recovering faster because I'm not doing the same type of junk volume, breaking down just inflammation. I'm not doing a lot of extra sets for, for what? I already created the stimulus. In other words, you want to create the stimulus required for muscle growth and strength increases in the shortest amount of time because then you can recover and you can avoid all that extra damage. I've always mentioned this. If you punch someone in the face and knock them out, Let's say let's say you're in a you're in a boxing match or a fight, and the goal is to knock someone out. So you knock them out; they're on the ground. Okay, they're knocked out. Your job is done. One punch. Let's say one punch. Cool, job done. And, but then you go and keep on punching them. Well, you're just beating them up and breaking your hand, but you're not knocking them out again. Aside from potentially killing them, more likely. But the point is, there's no need for those extra ten punches. Now your hand's broken. Your wrist is broken. Like that one punch was, that was it. You don't need to do it more. Does that make sense? That's a crude analogy, but that's the way I think of it. The job is done. Move on. And it's hard. And this is why I say this kind of training, you might need two sets. Because if you're not really pushing that much to failure, then you're not going as intense as you could. You might need another set to create the stimulus. So if you can't do it in one, do it in two. But the whole point is, if you're truly going to failure and giving it everything you have for one set for one exercise, why would you do another set? Why do you need four or five sets for an exercise? What kind of energy are you going to have for the other three exercises that you're doing? So if I do, so for chest, I did upper body workout two days ago. I did warmed up. So I did one set all out of machine flies. 
I did one set all out of seated high pull downs. I did one set all out of flat machine press. Did one set all out of cable rows. I didn't feel like doing a, the hammer strength ISO rows, so I did the cable rows. I did one set of lateral raises, one set of rear deltoid. When I say one set, I did one or two warm up and then I did one all out drop set, just fucking destroy. And then I did one set of incline bicep curls and one set of tricep pushdowns. So in that was two warm up sets, you know, priming it, starting to push myself when it starts burning, get a little bit, but not going to failure. And then, okay, loading up all the weight I can. And then doing that heavy fucking set, dropping a couple plates and just squeezing it, doing some fucking swinging it down, doing some negatives and really just squeezing as much as I can out of that one exercise. And I feel it like I'm fatigued. I feel kind of like, you know, tight. I'm sore. So how much more do I need to do? Like I'm sore. I'm fatigued. Like I feel it. I'm tight, but I'm not like, oh, I can't move my arm. So I'll be able to do upper body in like a day or two and do it again. So I'll be able to do it like in four or five days, put on a lot of weight, push really hard, but the volume isn't there to just make me crippled and overly sore. Because if you're doing a lot more volume, you can't go as heavy. You can't go as hard. So you have to find that fine line. And this isn't how I've always trained. So I'm not saying you can't, of course you can build muscle in a lot of different ways. It's an adaptation, but it's going to take you a lot longer to recover. So I'd rather not be sore and like recover in a couple days or three or four days rather than be sore for seven days and have that limitation, that inflammation affect every other body part. Because remember, the more sore and the more exhausted and the more drained you are, the longer you need to recover. And that kind of chronic inflammation and chronic wear, it catches up. And I think this is also something that is important for someone who's more advanced with training because a lot of beginners can't train that hard. They can't put that kind of intensity forward. So once you understand how to take off that governor, how to go to that limit, how to go to failure and beyond, how to really push yourself maximally as a more advanced athlete or individual with more experience, I've been training for a long time. I can push myself really fucking hard. I can funnel more into a tighter volume and it's less stress on my joints. My joints have never felt better. Uh, I feel better in general. Like I don't want to be crippled sore to the point where I can't move. I'm already getting sore as fuck and like fatigued from intense training, but I'm stronger and my muscles feel better. Everything. The pump is not the goal. Having a pump in the gym, it feels great, but it's not the goal of training. I used to always, you know, want to get a sick pump. You could do a lot of reps, lightweight and get a sick pump. So what? That's just blood flushing to the muscles. That's not strength. That's not hypertrophy. You're going to train hard. You're going to get a pump. Like lift the way I'm talking about, you're going to get a pump, but it's not the goal. The pump doesn't mean you're getting bigger. The pump doesn't mean that you did it right. The pump just means you're flushing a lot of blood to the muscles and the blood is flushing to the muscles to filter out into gas exchange and clear out carbon dioxide and lactate and all that stuff. So the question is, are you creating the stimulus and then are you creating the required stimulus and then getting to recovery or are you just beating a dead horse? Um, we got to wrap up. We haven't even gone balls deep, but it was really good topics today. Uh, we'll take this one call tomorrow from Danny. Um, so we'll move that Brandon last question here live from the telegram. What vitamin K2 daily dose do you recommend? 100 to 300 micrograms. I mean, I don't take vitamin K2 because you get plenty of that in grass-fed beef and stuff. So I don't take any of that. 
Oh, really? I, I haven't read David Goggins' book. I just know the governor is something that you can take off from the scooter. I actually haven't read his book. I've heard a lot of his podcasts. I don't, I've never heard him say that, but yeah, it's the governor. If you know what that is, like for scooters or things like that, it's like a thing that restricts how fast or how high the RPMs can go. Yeah, well, makes sense. He doesn't have a governor. He doesn't, he doesn't know it. He doesn't know what that is. <laughs> he doesn't know what that is. Yeah, I've heard his books are great. I've never like read or gone through it though. But yeah, he doesn't know what that is. He doesn't know what a governor is. Let's go. <laughs> That's deep. Yeah, talk about someone who doesn't know what a governor is. That guy is. If anyone needs a governor, it's that guy. <laughs> Matt, I, I don't know. Is this what they do in Europe, like Italy? Smash her in the cooter and leave on a scooter. Yeah, that's a gangster thing. Like, yeah, you like that beach? Yeah, you like that? Yeah, take it all. 200cc scooter, like a Vespa. That's how we do it in Italy. Via la fututa palestra. Buongiorno. Take a this a dick, eh? Okay. I just got a lot of visuals in my head. Okay. Your father was a Roman. Where is it? Where is it? Your father was a Roman. Your father, some gelato, no? Who wants a mustache ride? Leave on the scooter. Okay, we're still here. Uh, everyone is still here, which is interesting. Even more people are here now. So yeah, that's strange. I'm not going to lie. It's strange that people are still here. I will admit that. Tainty Magooch. Hashtag Tainty Magooch. Don't be a beast. Don't be a boosh. Yow. Or you want to like Tainty Magooch. Hashtag Tainty Magooch. And we'll give away the taste swole card at the end of today's episode. Oh, Tainty man. All right. You sound German. If it's not, if it's not English, if it's not American, it's all the same. You go over the pond, everything's the same. It's just others. It's just others. America. America fuck yeah! All right. Yeah. <laughs> it's America and then other people. I'm an American. Other people? What are you talking about? What else is there? What else? What else is there? What do you mean a world? What are you talking about? Yeah, such an American thing to say. Exactly. What do you mean other countries? <laughs> the fuck are you the fuck are you talking about? What are you talking about? Sheesh. <laughs> they took your gabs. All right, let's do some um let's let's listen to some stupid people. As opposed to what's been going on the last hour and <laughs> fifteen minutes. All right, uh yikes. Jesus. Oh, Amanda. Amanda. Is this person related to you, Amanda? Is Amanda still watching? Oh, Amanda. Oh, Amanda. Oh, Amanda. 
Watermelon Girl. Is Amanda here? I'm going to play this one. I'm going to choose this one for Amanda. She said she had green here. I'm here. Yeah. What's in the box? Drink it in. The video's titled, I don't know if mom or dad. Here we go. Okay, so Mother's Day is tomorrow, and this is the second day is that's that your hair? around. There's two different days in the year that I question. There's Mother's Day and there's Father's Day. As a trans person, as a trans woman. I'm going to stop you right there, Mochambo. As a trans woman. Okay. Um, ladies, where are my women? Where are my ladies at? Where my bitches is at? Where my penis. Girls have vagina. Where my bitches is at? Where my bitches is at? Where the fuck my bitches at? Where my bitches is at? It's some real life shit from front to back. People in the world, where the fuck you at? Okay. Trying to sing the song without saying the N-word. Because I don't want to get killed. So as a trans woman, so ladies, ladies, how you feeling about this dude calling us a, a trans woman? <laughs> Frank says Tony Soprano fucked the Joker. What happened to your queer party friends? That's a good one. Good one, Frank. Oh, Matt Walsh covered this video. Jesus Christ. You're not a woman, dude. You're not a woman. Um, I mean, stop saying even look, it's a, it's an insult to women using the term trans woman. I think you need a different term. You can say insane person. You can say a trans funky, funky, call a trans funky, funky. And the other way is trans funket, funket or something. It's not a woman using the term woman with trans creates this. It's that creep. It's that give a mouse a cookie is going to want a glass of milk. Because you're using the term woman, then you have a trans woman is a woman. No, a car is not a bus. A fish is not a rock. You can't call like a fish a swimming rock. Well, it's a swimming rock. A swimming rock is a, a swimming rock is a rock or a swimming or a rock fish is a fish. So you throw a rock in a river and you call it a fish. It's a rock fish. A rock fish is a fish. Like, no, it's not. What the, what the fuck is a rock fish? No, that's a rock in the water. You understand? It's very simple. Very simple. You can call a rock a fish by throwing it in the water. It's a rock fish. Because you're using the term fish, it's that like, eh, let me get my foot in the door. A rock fish is a fish. Does that sound stupid to everyone? Is a rock fish a fish if it's a rock in the water? No. It's a fucking rock in the water. It's not a rock fish. Trans women are women. No. Just going to say that. No. You're a man who dyed his hair green. And you think you're a woman. That's a very, very interesting proposition. And we probably need a team to study that. That being said, let's continue. Which one do I celebrate? Father's Day rolled around... I did. I don't feel like a father. Mother's Day is tomorrow. I feel like a mom, but who celebrates me? It's not a situation. Well, uh, as a trans woman, I got Parents Day coming up, Father's Day coming up. I don't feel like a dad. <coughs> Sorry, I gotta. 
<clears throat> tickle my Adam's apple. Uh, I feel like a mom, but I'm not a, I'm not a mother. So. <clears throat> of pity me or anything. I just genuinely want to know, is there other people out there that you don't know which one you fall under? Jesus are you Christ. Mom? Are you a dad? Where's parents day why can't we just have a parents day like you're because that's retarded parent that's worth celebrating why does it have to be one or the other because hallmark can make twice as much money and you can sell more cars all right mother's day father's day they bastardized the individual but they made it president's day so it's just the it's just the the simplification of the language and the bastardiz bastardization of our culture. Okay. It actually bothers me a lot and I didn't think about that till today and I don't know. Uh well good luck with that. Um you have plenty of time because you're obviously not working or providing any value for society like what are you doing go get a job and you can worry about it while you work or something okay um let's move on that hansel's so hot right now amanda can you talk to your is there any relation amanda i saw the green hair and i'm like well that that reminds me of that reminds me of Amanda, because Amanda said she has green hair and she hates watermelon. So there's that. It still makes me angry. I don't understand. How do you not like watermelon? I, I don't fucking understand. You fucking people. How? That's today's episode title. Amanda hates watermelon. It has to be that. We're going we're to be talking about this for a long time. I think Amanda. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Fuck watermelons. Okay, let's do this one. We all die. Yeah. Okay, this person is responding on TikTok to a question. It says, deleting all the comments that are, deleting all the comments that are just show the reality you'll die of a heart attack if you don't lose weight. I mean, the question is terrible in addition to the video, I'm sure. But let's check it out. Why do fat phobes act as though thinness is invincibility? No one does. <laughs> no one does act like thinness is invincibility. We just know that obesity is objectively unhealthy. <laughs> so here's the thing. Just because you are offended because you're morbidly obese doesn't mean that people that point out that fact believe the opposite, that skinny is immortality. No one thinks that unless they're an idiot. Just being not obese doesn't mean you're healthy, but being obese means you're not. The more you know. You make me happy. Like, I hate to break it to you, bud, but we're both going to die. And Oh, I hate to break it to you, bud. Hey, bud. 
Hey, bud, I see you over there, eh? I hate to break it to you, bud. Hey, bud, eh? Oh, hey, bud. We're all gonna die, bud. Very likely of a heart attack. People of all shapes and sizes have fucking heart attacks. And at the end of my life, I'll know that I've never spoken to another human being this cruelly. I will also have loved my life that I lived in the oh. body that I lived it with all the delicious food that I fucking ate. There's yeah. Don't do drugs, bud. Also, this thing called the obesity paradox, which I don't love the term obesity because my body's not a disease, but essentially it refers to the observation that your body is not a disease. Well, your body is the byproduct of your habits. So your body can have a disease. Your body can be ill-equipped to handle a multitude of diseases. And your body can be predisposed and susceptible to many more diseases. Okay, bad. Although obesity is a major risk factor in the development of cardiovascular disease. Let's stop this right here too. This whole conversation about like obesity can be a major risk. Obesity doesn't come first. The habits come first. My body is not a disease. That doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. My body is not a disease. In other words, this is another framing for this morality argument. Like my body is not bad. I don't have a naughty body. It's like, okay, I can't undo what your mother or father did to you when you're little, but it doesn't change reality. Your habits have led to your current situation. Again, we're never going to find this out because no one actually wants to talk about the truth. But if we had the play-by-play, -play, like an entire log of everything she did every single day, every moment, everything she ate, we would probably look at that and be horrified. Like all the body lotions and her environment and blue light and sleeping patterns and detergents and everything and perfumes and everything. We'd probably be like, what the fuck? Birth control, everything. She did everything I said. Yeah, she'd lose weight. She'd lose fat. But no, I'm fat phobic. Her body's not a disease. Okay. It's always fine until you're on dialysis and you lost a leg. It's all fine until, <laughs> in, until reality strikes and hits home real hard. When acute cardiovascular decompensation occurs, obese patients may have a survival benefit. Mounting evidence shows that obesity alone may confer a survival benefit independent of age, <laughs> medical care, or therapy. So how about it, commenter? Let's both have a heart attack and see which one of us... Uh, okay. Um, what? I stopped listening after Rebecca said she has natural birth control going on. Holy shit, that was good. The little rascal has spirit? Yeah. Let's see. Loretta. Fact. Loretta says, obesity, Latin for, quote, one who has eaten oneself fat. Look it up. Thank you, Loretta. One who has eaten oneself fat. Well, they knew this thousands of fucking years ago. Is anyone a little bit sore from the knowledge cock today? I know we're going extra deep, but let's keep on going. We're on a fucking roll. Anyone a little bit sore? You're going to be walking funny as shit. It's going to be hard to sit down after today's episode. It's all right. We're, we're going. We're, it's too long already. 
Um, let's 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 wash this out. We're not gonna finish. We're not gonna do another one. Let's um let's do a throwback. Oh my God! All right, this one. Who's ready for a throwback? Who's ready for a throwback? T-Rex arms. Welcome everyone to episode 266. Wait, T-Rex arms. Papa Soy, that's ableist. Some people have T-Rex arms. And they're probably laughing right now. So sorry for offending all the T-Rexes out there. Dodson, Dodson, we've got Dodson here. Okay, here we go. Throwback. Gender inclusive tip. Christ. Instead of referring to someone's sex at birth as biologically male or biologically female. Don't put quotes on that. There's no quotes around biologically male, biologically female. Why are you fucking doing the quote fingers? Yeah, mom should have swallowed that one. That's for sure. I'd use assigned male at birth or assigned female at birth. Or no. The emphasis being <laughs> here on the word assigned and that it was. I know what the, I fucking know what the, really? The emphasis being here on the word assigned and that it was the doctor who made that decision. And the assigned. <laughs> It's the doctor that did that. You don't say. Well, I'll tell you what. How do you tell what sex a dog is? You lift their tail and you look under at the ball sack. If it has a pee-pee, well, it's biologically male. Boys have a penis. Girls have vagina. Oh, okay. Oh, what a... Oh, my God. Amanda, speak when spoken to, my dear. Thank you for commenting. Uh, Amanda, we gotta. Some, one of the mods has to. We gotta put Amanda in timeout. Ridiculous, ridiculous. This one just won't give it up. Won't she? Just won't stop. Just won't. She just won't fucking stop. You just, you just won't stop, will you? <sighs> what is the best move to silence a woman? Uh, Amanda says, oh my gosh, I haven't watched these old podcasts yet. Yeah, there's a lot of them. So anyway, those balls deep edits, we drop three new ones, about three new ones, every single overtime segment, which next one is coming up on Friday. By the way, we also have a Swole Fam Roundtable 43 this Thursday. <laughs> oh, nice. What are you looking at, butthead? Hmm. So Thursday's episode will be private for members only. We got the round table every two weeks. So be there for that 6 p.m. Eastern time. And um, maybe Amanda will be there. Maybe she'll be there. I'm going to be eating watermelon during the round table and bragging about it. I can't wait. You know what? You know what? A lot of you are going to be like, this is kind of weird. A lot of you are be like, this is kind of weird. It's kind of, you're going to say, you're going to say this is kind of weird. But um, this is how much. I love watermelon. I'm just going to put on church for a second. There's another one on the floor, but I literally have watermelon in my room. So, yeah. I love it. It comes in its own bowl. I have another one on the ground. So this was not planned. I literally have watermelon on the ground. I have another one over there. I got two. I got two melons. Mmm. You like that? You like that shit? Everyone look at the church. 
Look at the church. Look at her. Look at how cute she is. Look at how cute she is. Look at her. Everyone, look at the church. Everyone see. Everyone see the church. Aww. Look at her. She's so cute. Give me your bellies. Everyone, look at the church. Look how cute she is. Rubbing the belly. Oh, it's so warm. You're so warm and snuggly. You're so cute. Everyone thinks you're so cute. It's a tiny little bitch. She's so cute. Oh, the watermelon is like many times bigger than her. Go back to sleepies. All right, sweet, sweet, sweet church. Okay. And then right after we finish the show, she's going to be fucking freaking out. Then we got the Tainty Man. The Tainty Man and the church. The watermelon is many times bigger than her. Many times bigger. She's four, for anyone that ever asked, she's four and a half pounds and she's not getting any bigger. That's literally her full size. Church on. All right, Beaches. So let's give away. Yeah, actually, actually, Amanda, um, you know, wasn't going to say anything, but actually Amanda is actually getting uh, this wool card today. I already planned that um, after um, I get this wool card. I'll record myself eating a watermelon sold. And Cerny says, Amanda for the card. She deserves it for all the abuse. That's not really. Yeah, Amanda, shut up for real. Yes, you're actually getting the swole card today. You're getting the swole card today because you are a Tainty Magooch. You're a Tainty Magooch, Amanda, because you don't like watermelon. You won today's swole card. Congratulations. Congratulations. Because you are a Tainty Magooch for not liking watermelon. I don't understand it, although... It doesn't affect me personally, but it does. It does. It that affects me more because you you said fuck watermelon. You're literally just trying to, you know, turn the knife. I mean, you could tell me you like carrots. That's fine. You can like carrots. I think that's fucking weird, but you can like them, I suppose. I mean, you can like, I don't know, climbing up the side of a rock. You can like things. That's fine. But to hate watermelon? <laughs> I mean, you know? My name's Forrest. Forrest Gump. I mean, even Forrest Gump likes watermelon, Jenny. I get to spit out the seeds. Lieutenant Dan. So. Um, yeah, I mean, whatever. Yeah, Jonathan Taylor Thomas says, how can you hate watermelon? I don't know. I don't know. So John was already saying like, oh, I wish I joined the Swole Fam earlier. It's great being here. Now he's like, what the fuck is this place? 
what am I doing here? What have I done? Who am I? Like, what is happening? I like to caress rusty spoons. I guess Amanda likes to caress rusty spoons. No, I'm not done. Cerny's, I give her the card for all the abuse. Oh, settle down. Settle down. Jack. Jack Taylor, wishing his name was Jonathan right now. <laughs> is your last name Thomas? Is your middle name Thomas? Okay, there's a, there's a lot going on here. I don't know, I'm just angry. Emotional, damn it! I'm just frustrated. Uh, congratulations on winning the Swole card, I guess, Amanda, because you won it because you're an amazing person. You're, you're an amazing person, and we all appreciate your company, I guess. Uh, send us an email to supportsenormous.com. Uh, swole card 2566 in the subject, your mailing address in the bio of the email, and we'll send you uh, this Tainty Magooch card. We will, I'm just going to like rub it in the dirt. <laughs> it's going to be all shredded up. <laughs> send you the card. You're going to open up the thing. It's just going to be a like confetti. Here's your fucking card. Just covered in like dog shit. <laughs> Dried iguana turds. No, I'll give you the card. Tainty Magooch, uh, hanging on your wall with pride. <sighs> Soaking watermelon. That's right. Just watermelon seeds in there. Okay, we'll take some soundboard requests and uh, yeah, let's get this. Uh, let's wrap this beach up. <laughs> uh, can't be in the swole fan without a good sense of humor. Thank you, Amanda, for... <clears throat> your participation and sixty yeah. percent of the time it works every time. That doesn't make sense. First, take a big step back and literally fuck your own face. You can be fat and be healthy. I'm sorry, Lizzo, healthier than I will ever be. Einhorn is Finkel. Finkel is Einhorn. I arrive in America's airport with clothing, U.S. dollars, and a jar of gypsy tears to protect me from AIDS. No medication except my fucking antidepressants. Ooh, one for the road. Boys have a penis, girls have a vagina. It is not my place as a smaller-bodied white man to comment on it. Loud noises! Shut up, bitch! Now, once you've had sex with a woman, she will naturally start to depend on you, okay? All women do this. Are there any women here today? What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points 
and may God have mercy on your soul. Smooth. Very, very smooth stuff. Very classy. I'm learning a lot from you right now, dude. Lies, Chico. Never lie. All right, Amanda said Dennis Reynolds. So if you know Always Sunny, you can stay. You're forgiven. That makes up for the watermelon a little bit. A lot. Tomorrow, 2567. Don't miss out on that Thursday roundtable. Join the fam today. SwanormousX.com. Thank you so much for being here. Epic Mancast. Uh, appreciate your time and attention as always. And submit your questions. Askpapasolio.com. We'll continue the conversation for the SwoleFam inside the private SwoleFam Telegram chat. And again, we'll be back here tomorrow. Go and catch up on some previous episodes. You only have 2,565 other ones to listen to. So, I mean, if only you had more. Thanks for being here. We'll see you tomorrow. Peace, McGee. Stoose, Magoose, your boy, Papa Swolio. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I knew I felt a draft. <laughs> Breezy. Breezy. My God. All right, hold on. I got to clamp it around here. Oof, I'm going to have to get a new belt. All right, fam, thanks for being here. We'll see you tomorrow, 2567. Peace, McGee. Stoose, Magoose, your boy, Papa Swolio. Oh, 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 out. The goddamn bird. Goddamn fucking bird. It was a good close. Now I'm leaving. Crazy flow, need a straight jacket. Cash flow, I'm a bank addict. Six subs, had the bass smacking. Eight away, had the place clapping. Three girls is enough for me, so I pull out like the stock crashing, like an IPO trying to purchase me. This a private sector, so you can't have it. Faking all that boom babbing. Who you think you is, boy? 90s want they sound back, so I give rap all these fake rappers as I take matters in my own hands. I don't need rapping, I don't need.